So I've got this Russian friend who's a sound engineer. And a check one, two. <laughs> a check one, two. Always bringing comedy, delivering entertainment frequently, giving hope infamously, just kicking it like most normal outstanding people, quietly revealing satire, trivially usurping volatile whack jobs, and xenial yahoos, it's the boys! Oh, it is very good to hear the applause of all you out there listening to us on the Zaboys radio show. Welcome back after a big time four-year absence. Me, Positive C, James Thorny Thornquist, and Will the Violator Shotwell. We're back. We're back on the tandem bicycle, the three-person tandem bicycle. That is podcasting because, well, I, I mean... Yeah, it's 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 pandemic season. It's pandemic time. So what better way to spend this time than talking to each other in individual houses? Hi, everybody. I am Positive C, Chris Edwards, and uh, this is a boys. Shout out to the intro song right there from Champagne Poppers. Really popping it in right there. Will, you know these guys, right? I do. I do. Actually, they're very, very good friends of mine. I used to hang out with them a lot back in the day. And uh, they got into uh, doing some DJ stuff. Alex Mikulik is uh, one of, is the other member, and Carson Johnson are the are the two champagne poppers. And I'm telling you, they've got this down. And they've even been uh, featured. You know, it, by the way, did y'all know that Shaquille O'Neal is actually a DJ? Yes, I did know that. He's been like he, a DJ since the '80s. He has used their music before. <laughs> oh, really? The yeah. big Shaq Diesel uses champagne poppers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he digs it. So a big shout-out to those guys for hooking us up with that track right there, man. And I think it's going to just be fantastic for us. Uh, again, huge oh, shout-out yeah. to uh, Carson Johnson for giving us that and allowing us to use it. A-plus, guys. It's got a great A-plus. sound to it. It's got a really good, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like that, those guitar riffs. it got a real rockabilly kind of focus to them, and you throw that little bit of EDM in there and mm-hmm. just really modernize it, and I'm loving it so far. Yeah, I, that's what I like about it. It's a good mix of, you know, you hear some some good guitar riffs and some rock, and then all of a sudden it drops into uh, that EDM part, and, I mean, it just, it it's a banger. Well, oh. we're banging right now. We're banging right along. Uh, we've been kind of in <laughs> the dark with each other for a, a little long time. I think when it uh, really break when you really break it down, we haven't spent a lot of time with each other recently. At least this past year, uh, past little bit. I know we've been kind of separated, uh, at least from you guys. I know you, uh, yeah. Thorny, and uh, Will. You guys have probably spent more time with each other than I have with you guys, uh, oh, and we man. haven't really been spent any time with our listeners people who remember us from back in the day when we were just doing this uh, with uh, dwb and hutch or if you listen to us on uh talk radio 1190 for those oh, yeah. shows uh the boys radio show has been around for a bit and we are really happy to be doing this again uh, it's a great creative outlet for all of us and uh we have a lot i feel a lot on our minds uh, for the past four years uh can can we start can we start out like that can we can we yeah, just like definitely. break away from yeah. kind of what we will do eventually which is getting to all this uh pop culture and all that stuff and just kind of talk about us for a little bit i'm totally yeah, definitely, down definitely. yeah i, I think, think though a- that you should start it off my man i mean you you're the one that kind of captained the ship back in the day so what have you been up to is the question 
Well, yes, I did uh, uh, Amanda Captain Swivel Chair uh, at one point in time. I would like this to not be a Captain Swivel Chair uh, situation, though. <laughs> Let's go ahead and consider this a the round table of podcasting excellence Let, let's do let's do it like that let's I do like it like a, a whole their whole round table situation but Most yeah definitely. it's been it's been weird uh because if you guys out there don't know i actually left the boys uh in kind of a, a strange way i i was in the beginnings of starting a different type of career that i didn't think was gonna actually ever happen in music uh, I've been trying to do music for a while uh, with different bands playing drums, but I was offered the opportunity to front a, a an established local band called Forget Conformity. And at the time, I took it and ran with it and then, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it, it kind of took over my life for a second. Well, and, and still, I remember even whenever I met you, you had always said you wanted to front a metal band and you had the opportunity to do it. So I personally don't blame you. Like, I think that was a good opportunity for you to take. It, it was, and in hindsight, probably could have done both the boys and front Forget conformity but at the, at the time when i was first joining that band there were a lot of things told to me that the band was going to do that eventually we didn't end up doing or we ended up doing like two years later yeah. uh so yeah there was a lot of stuff that member changes actually uh put to light and i was able to kind of take more control over the band day-to-day -day stuff and found out that well we were actually behind schedule more than uh i was being told when i first joined the band mm. yeah well we got to witness some of those too i mean we were we were pretty close fans with forget conformity as well so we got to see that change but what were some of the things that you know you thought were moving faster that you didn't really see come to play until later Oh, well, first and foremost was the getting signed thing. These guys were uh, at, at one point in time, a couple of labels were supposedly looking at them and it, it just never came to fruition. And the labels that were actually serious about them were small labels to the point to where whenever Jonathan, the drummer, started No Hope for Alderaan, we had as many you know, Facebook likes or even more sometimes in some of the labels that were offering conformity, you know, contracts mm -hmm. or whatnot at the beginning. So it was, it really wasn't worth it. And, and touring, that was the other thing. I was being told that we were on the precipice of touring a lot more and going out of city and state a lot more than we ended up doing at that point in time because the members yeah. actually weren't ready for all that. Yeah. But you, you did eventually do that, right? Y'all went up to California at some point, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really fun. That was one of the most fun experiences of the past four years of my life was going out to San Diego and and traveling the Southwest United States with those guys and and playing to nobody and somebody and like eight people and then fifteen people mm -hmm. and and just just the different stops and different relationships that we that we made and friendships that we made on the road. That was really cool. That was amazing. Yeah. I I never thought that I would experience something like that. It definitely changed my view on a lot of things when it came down to music, honestly. So correct me if I'm wrong. When you came home from that trip, did you or did you not walk into your room and find Will sleeping in your bed? Yeah. Yes. That's, that is a true, true, true fact. True fact. And I, and I apologize was... for that straight up because you were not supposed to be there that night. <laughs> Yeah, everybody said you were still gone for like another two days, and you come walking in, and 
I think I was asleep. No, I think I'd gone home already, actually. But... <laughs> it was a full house. I remember walking in, and it yeah. was full of humans. There was nothing yeah. but humans all around. And just getting out of this, like, the last stretch of that travel was really hard, too, because it was from Abilene to, mm-hmm. oh, to that's like a freaking DFW. God, yeah. It feels like one, and at least. That, that was such a treacherous little trek and then so getting in and you know hauling a suitcase my bag in i'm like yes i get to i get to rest i get to plop down in my bed and no, open the door and it's it's will and morgan in my bed, in your bed. <laughs> i'm just like well you know what screw it and i just get on the couch and i just start watching stuff on my laptop and i go to sleep but yeah yeah but that was too so i joined frick conformity in 2016 august mm-hmm. 2016 yes. we don't go on that tour like that until the summer of 2018 yeah two years freaking later and we were i i was i wouldn't necessarily fooled but i was definitely kind of honey potted until to doing doing more with them solely yeah. than I should mm-hmm. have. I should have been able to diversify my uh, portfolio of creative outlets. Well, there's there's mm-hmm. that the little factor of, you know, something new and exciting always happens, and then typically that's where the human brain wants to go, and it wants to start paying more attention to that. And it, it, it was just one of, those, one of those moments where you probably got a little too excited about it and didn't think about how to actually balance and and juggle everything so yeah we all do it yeah i've done it we all do it how many times now (laughs) i do it all the time ask my wife yeah (laughs) well that actually kind of goes into something else that happened to me this this past little bit since last time we've done this boys radio show i have Mm. been diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder Mm. yeah that has been a, a big life change uh that i've had to uh accept about myself Mm -hmm. uh it actually i think explains a lot in my life especially when i was a younger man and i made some kind of rash decisions in some things that i did i can definitely maybe tell those were some manic episodes that i was in the middle of not knowing what they were and acting in these manners of you know just just uh uncontrolled kind of uh i can't even think of the word uh, and my inhibitions were definitely lowered during those times, as I would say, even without the use of drugs and alcohol. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. that kind of thought process. But then, like, getting that diagnosis, learning a little bit about myself, I was able to kind of realize those things and kind of, I think, more take control of my life. Good. Yeah. That's a big step, too, in that yeah. situation. A lot of people get diagnosed bipolar and they just instantly freak out. and aren't, They don't take the help that they can get and things like that. And especially very severe bipolar people, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a scary life changing diagnosis, you know, so it's one of those things that you kind of wake up and all of a sudden people are telling you, hey, there's something wrong, quote unquote, with you. And it, and it freaks you out. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was I just want to say that I thought you looked pretty awesome whenever you had your X-Man looking thing going on your beard for a hot minute. Oh yeah, the white streak in the beard. The, the white streak. Your medication beard. caused. I, I, I kid you not. I yeah, honestly thought yeah. that was sexy. Yeah. I still have it. Technically, technically, I still have the white streak. I have it. I actually have that there in a in memorandum for a couple of people. For actually, well, one person that I lost, but mm-hmm. uh, in kind of memorandum of that situation. So, uh, I, as some of you guys know, I manage a restaurant called uh, Sprout Spring Rolls and Pho in yeah. North Arlington. 
tis a great place guys have, i know delicious. i know will has had it thorny have you had it actually yeah i used to come in for spring rolls before i ever actually knew you and and uh loved them man like they're light they were a great little meal like they'd hold you over well so i always dug it but after a while i just had association with an ex-girlfriend so i quit going because of that Oh, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah, you don't want to do that, ruin the spring rules for you. Yeah, definitely but uh, <laughs> my uh, my 2020 started out. So everyone's 2020 was really messed up, right? Everyone had to deal with coronavirus, which you know messed up my restaurant quite quite a bit. You know, there yeah. was the Black Lives Matter stuff. So everyone's uh, hyper sensitive and hyper focused on things when it comes to social issues. You have everything that had to do with the election. So politics are are huge and they're dividing people and everything. My 2020 started in January, six days in, with uh, the tragic death of two of my employees, Martha mm-hmm. Garcia and Samantha Petters, and a, a tragic, you know, accident, tragic car wreck yeah. on their way home from Colorado. And that was before Corona. That was before you know, 2020 mm-hmm. was a, a a an adjective that means terrible. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's that's what it means now. Well, before it was a shit fest. Basically, yeah. and it started out like that, and uh, that's kind of what my my white streak and my beard that I keep now because of my medication. I keep in honor of Martha because she had these uh you know natural gray streaks, white streaks in her hair, and mm-hmm. uh and you know this little thing on my face is kind of like a a little piece of remembrance I'll always have of of that of those people that were very meaningful in my life. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Like. It's and it's always great to find ways to remember people like that, especially the people we held close. Um, what were they like? I mean, I, I hear you talk about them. You mentioned them a lot. I've never actually asked you what were they like. Oh, I mean, you couldn't ask for two better humans in their own different ways. Like Martha was one of the hardest working individuals I've ever met in my life. Like mm-hmm. she immediately got to Sprouts and made that place better by her work ethic, her professionalism, the stuff that she wanted to change about Sprouts was stuff that as a manager, I probably should have been thinking of in general in the first place. She made me a better manager by yeah. allowing me to worry about other things other than everything. Like she mm-hmm. should have been my assistant manager at different points in times. Like it, like, like there are so many things that she did to help me and Steven, uh, un- unbelievable human being. And then Samantha, just a s- sweetheart, you know, good Christian girl, always kind of, um, thinking of others, uh, instead of herself, always thinking of the customer first, all of her complaints about things that we did at the restaurant were always mm-hmm. complaints based off of what the customer is probably going to think or what the customer needs in 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 reference to having a good time you know yeah well that's awesome man i'm happy you, you remember them so highly yeah yeah it's great and then and then i lost uh you know shoe for a bit shoe she survived that that wreck she's with them uh she you know is uh, doing very well now after a great. traumatic brain injury so like that that's incredible she got her memory back she's working on being a uh, productive member of society like you she should have died in that car wreck and that her um recovery and her perseverance mm-hmm. honestly i think about a lot in reference to any time i feel like i'm having issues or having troubles mm-hmm. i think about everything that she had to go through and she fought back and is driving now after 
like maybe being weeks away from being put in a mental institution. So it's like you can recover, you can you can make it do things, you can you can fight and and get through as much trauma as has been brought upon you. It can be done. It, it's yeah. you're you're not uh, totally in the dark all the time. And so yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I've learned a little bit. And and in that. I'm off medication when it comes to my bipolar disorder. I've I've come off med, and for the past few months, I've been very very stable. So I nice. kind of put that in that same little realm of you know what I can I can do this. I can work through things. I cannot be a slave to a diagnosis. I can be a productive person and uh, persevere. Yeah. So that's been the past four years of positive C. I'm back to being positive C, baby. Life oh, is pretty yeah. good. Even even after awesome. how negative 2020 was, man, that's. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, yeah, 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 it's. But uh, I'm glad we're back doing this. This 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 feels good. This feels right. And I hope you out there are enjoying what we're doing right now. As we go over the past four years of absence for the Zaboys Radio Show, Thorny, I think, and when we come back, uh, you mm-hmm. should take over. Let's talk about you and see what you've been doing over there in the green room. Uh, (laughs) as you've discovered yourself maybe this is a boys radio show thank you guys for listening and come on back as we discover more about ourselves and we're back with the boys radio show thank you very much out there in a podcast listening land uh i hope you guys are enjoying yourselves out there as we go over where we've been the past four years we've been absent we have not been in your ear holes making you laugh making you cry making you think uh we've been doing our own thing and i know that james you've been doing your own thing uh over there in the twitch land in fact i think we're on twitch right now right Yes, yeah, I am actually streaming what we are calling episode zero right now, just so that we kind of have an idea of how video would work for this. Um, This was always kind of a goal back when we started the show, and we never quite made it there. We had a lot of goals back then. We did, and the idea, though, was that we wanted a multicam setup, and that was very new to me. And weirdly enough, with uh, with being separated like this, it's a lot easier, really, because most most computers have a webcam now. So we really could all be on camera right now. But still, since we're just getting things off the ground and testing it, you know, right now it's just me and Will's up in the corner. Yeah. How's but, it going, uh, guys? I guess y'all can probably yeah. see me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, here. like you said, that's um <laughs> they can see you but just just a little bit because of the way it's set up right now but well then i have, but my, yeah, I have the, myself in the dark so exactly but no the uh the wow last four or five years man that we've been gone have been uh yeah like you said very interesting uh, a lot of it was me diving into content creation for youtube and twitch uh really trying to get photography rolling because it was always a hobby so i've um I've actually done a few paid jobs in photography now, which was really cool. And it's more of like a free market thing for me. Like I'm not one of those guys that's like, okay, I'm going to charge you 2000 for the set. I'm more like, let's work together and I'll shoot you whatever you, you know, what, what looks good. And then you just tell me what you want to pay me. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's been an interesting system, really. I mean, I don't think very many businesses work that way anymore in, in this world, but 
No, they, I don't know. They Maybe it's time to bring to, it back. They typically try to gouge you for as much as they can, and it sounds to me like you're you're just saying, "Hey, I'm just want to do this, and you can pay me whatever you want, and yeah. just as long as it's fair." A, a big focus, I guess, I think I've learned in these past five years of my life is that I like to learn, and so if you give me the opportunity to learn something new, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run with it, and if I have a good time with it, odds are I'm just I'm just gonna keep doing it but if you if it's something i hate then i'm gonna be like yeah i need some kind of compensation if you're gonna make me keep doing this mm-hmm. what uh what kind of jobs did you get what kind of paid jobs did you get uh, a lot of band photography a lot of stuff right. for our, our buddies in september moon um a little bit for adam marie did a job for adam marie uh did that one kind of pro bono for him though it's just like no nah, you know this is a learning opportunity for me and you guys just go ahead use what you want to use um and then just sometimes I'll go out and do nature stuff. I've been trying to get more live, like live photo shoots and model setups, but I'm just not one of those guys that's good at like approaching people and being like, Hey, well, let me take your photo because it's just creepy in my mind. <laughs> it's okay. So yeah, it's kind of always kind of creepy when, when that, when that's approached, but if you do it the right way and your, your por- portfolio shows that you're not, you know, just that guy who's taking yeah. pictures of, of women just because they can. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, I think with your personality, you come across as genuine enough. Yeah. That's something I've been told a lot lately in these past couple, uh, probably the last two years. A lot of people are just like, Oh, you're just a friendly guy. You're down to earth. And, and like, even today, someone told me that they were, just, they were like, you know, everybody makes like, you make friends with everybody because you just don't judge people. And I was like, Oh, well, Thanks, but I'm judging you right now. No, I'm <laughs> so, so what's the weirdest? But, uh, what's the weirdest thing that you've had to go out and and take pictures of, like paid or at least asked to do, rather than just your own uh, stuff? <laughs> yet? Have you been asked to do a doudoir? No, no, I haven't done anything like that. Um, the the September Moon photo shoot in the middle of the no- fucking nowhere road was an interesting day. <laughs> yeah, we were all sweating through our clothes on the hot asphalt road, dodging traffic for three hours or so. That was so much fun, though. It was. Don't be wrong. It was one of my one of my favorite shoots. Because um, we would sit there and wait, car. Wait for yeah, the exactly. it was like there. playing <laughs> hockey in the street. Yeah, it was just like car game on. <laughs> oh God, it was greatness. Um, I loved every second of it. <laughs> I, I was very lucky to get to accidentally star in one of the, um, or I guess co-star. I guess is what we should say in one of the September Moon music videos. Um, yes, you did. Wasn't planning for that to be a thing. Figured I would just be somewhere in the background, like the first one, and somehow ended up with you their the female lead bro. just dancing and having a good time and lighting bonfires and complete accident but that that means technically all three of us are in september moon video mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that is true yep so thorny i have to ask how did it feel mm-hmm. to throw the molotov cocktail onto the bonfire because i mean that's one of the um, big features in that video as well you know i'm kind of jealous you got to, to do that <laughs> I would love to tell you it felt awesome, but honestly, I felt like the biggest doofus because you get one shot at that, and when you throw it the way I threw it, because we, the everything we were working with, the only light half of it, we got to make it look good. It was just such a, in my book, a sissy throw. Like I just, I just did not throw it 
the right way. And, you know, it's the first time I've ever thrown a Molotov cocktail in my life, <laughs> but it was like, I didn't get the arc or, you know, that, I, that you see in like a movie, there wasn't a breakage or anything. It was just like a, huh, and then in just a fire. And I was like, very wow. anticlimactic. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. I'll say Jag, I think did a really good job of making it look like you were still a badass. So yeah. Yeah. He, he's one hell of a great editor, man. <laughs> but uh, besides that, I mean, these past couple of years, I got to say that if we, if we want to do a quick summary, I'd say I'm still single. I still dislike dating apps. Cause if you guys remember, that was always my thing back in the day was dating apps suck, dating so hard, blah, blah. Um, I still work for the same ridiculous company and I still <laughs> okay. live in the same place. And, you know, we, we as a whole have all dealt with a, a political reign of the narcissist C-list celebrity, uh, We've let media divide us. Leo won an Oscar. Harambe got shot. We had Pokemon Go, Fidget Spinners, the Women's March, the Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter. We proved that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Uh, Texas froze over and hell wasn't far behind it. And slang words that have developed in the last four years were lit, woke, yeet, fam, full sin, sus, and simp. Plus I still don't know stuff. what sis is. A simp or sis? Sis, sis, is, sis is your... "Quote unquote normal." Yeah, sis is a way of saying like it's, I think it believe it's supposed to be short for systematic. But sus <laughs> it comes from among the game Among Us. Like, yo, bro, you're suspect. You know? Okay. Yeah, and then simp is is a guy that. Yeah, I don't know. What way simp too means. complimentary towards women to try to get laid. So the, oh the nice yeah, guy simp's been around for a while. Oh, simp, I thought yeah. I don't. I thought that was the same thing as Metro. No, no, no. This these are guys. These are this is nice guys. Guys that are really sweet to girls because and then they are like why won't you sleep with me i'm nice to you oh what's wrong with you and it's like well, yeah that makes you a nice. sense <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but uh, culture is so weird i hate to go on this tangent for a second but that simp has been around in black culture for years that is a word that is a word that's been around because it's it's a you have pimps and you got simps like that that's been around in hip-hop for years for like 15 20 30 <laughs> years and just now people are just getting on it it's crazy god yeah, it's slang culture is just it's so weird how how things can be it's just taken from someone's culture and then put on a pedestal and made to look like it's a new thing god. yeah well you know it's the kids grab them on different like we had you know tight we couldn't say the t or else that was not cool we had a uh, man that's bomb we had, you know, fleek for a while. And it's like, what? where are these words coming from? But you said they all come from the past already. Mm -hmm. So they're not original. It's just every generation that starts using things, we're original. Nobody understands this. It's like, yeah. And then you get back in the history books in like 1850, there was some <laughs> jackass that was like, hmm, I say, look at that simp over there. Why? Uh, he, he's got some real wagged, you know, ragged teeth. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna go shit in the chamber pot. <laughs> Ragged tooth simp. Oh yeah, yeah. that it's... sounds like a rap name right there. Ragged tooth simp. <laughs> RTS. Yeah, but... <laughs> but really, I mean, like you know, all those things I used to complain about, and uh, all those weird things that drove me nuts. I've come to realize in these past five years were really unhealthy. So for me, it's been just learning to be more centered and to quit focusing on all that like quit worrying about what i was where i thought i was supposed to be and just embrace where i'm at 
And so that's led me into all these new projects. And, and, you know, it's what brought me and said back into the idea of like, let's do the boys again. I, I'm down. It's what's got me making YouTube videos just for the fun of it. Cause it's not going to monetize. It's hard as hell to monetize on YouTube now. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to, to monetize on Twitch. So I was like, let's just do this because it's something to do. And, you know, let's do, you know, let's have fun with it. So that's, that's where I've been. Now, will you, will you plug your stuff? Cause where, where can anyone that hears us right now find you on like Twitch and YouTube? Because I, well, I kind of know. I also want to know what kind of games you're playing as well. Because I mean, yeah. Like, cause <laughs> so if, for, if you're sitting there just playing The Sims, I'm not going to give a damn. But if you're sitting there, you playing, know, you know, Call of I Duty or something like that, maybe I would. <laughs> I bought The Sims and I thought about streaming it and I played it for about two days and went, God, this game is so boring. Like, why did I love this as a kid? And it's just because I wasn't I wasn't an adult and I wanted to build a fantasy world of being an adult. And now that I am an adult, I'm like, it's like, why do I want to build a house in this game? I should be renovating my own house. Yeah. Why do I want to do a fake life where things are realistic when I have to live this life? I'm already living anyway. That's why Grand Theft Auto is great, because you can do all the crap mm -hmm. that you really want to do in your real life. But you don't in feel video like video game world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. So the game I play, I stream the most on Twitch is called Dead by Daylight, and the premise is that I've never even heard there's of that four. Yeah, it had a, it's a very very. It wasn't well put out there, but it's got quite the little community. Now it can be a very toxic community, but what game can't? But right. basically, the idea is you play as like a serial killer or like movie monster, and you're hunting down four different survivors, and they're they're the other player, other four players in the game, and they're playing against you to get out and escape. And so it's um it's a fun little game, but it can it has its toll. So now I'm kind of looking for something else to start doing on the side there. I, I and saw, then, uh, hmm? oh, I was just saying, I saw that. Isn't that the same? You made a video the other day that you put on YouTube that was at that game, right? Something about yeah, about yeah. The, uh, it the was regen a, system. Yeah, it's a tutorial. It was a tutorial that everybody has done. So anyone who's created content for that game and become a content creator about that game mm -hmm. has done that video. So my take was, let's be a little sarcastic and stupid about it and do like a sales pitch that everybody already knows so no one would ever buy it. But um, <laughs> if you want to see that video, it's on YouTube at almisothorny underscore gaming. Just search that on YouTube. And if you ever, if you want to see where we're streaming right now, it's just twitch.tv slash Al Miso Thorny. Hence way, the, uh, the name rebranding. Instead of Brain Box, I, I renamed everything or rebranded everything into Thorny. Al Miso Thorny. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. People seem to love it. They get a kick out of the name. And, and it's funny because everyone thinks it's based off the song when really I, I kind of based it off of a joke from an episode of New Girl where uh, there's a character named Coach, and his real name's Ernie, and he has the email address, AlMisoErnie. <laughs> and they're like, hey, uh, you can't use that as an email address. And he's like, but wait, you're a teacher. I guess if you got hired doing that, then whatever, you know? And so I was like, oh, AlMisoErnie, that'd be a great name. And I went, AlMisoThorny, duh. It writes itself. It did. It did write itself, yeah. and it's better than MisoErnie. Yeah. <laughs> It just plays better because the T, if you miss the T, you're like, wait a second, what? <laughs> That's what I liked about now, it. It could be, it could be accidentally are, mistaken. <laughs> are there any other projects that you're uh, wanting to start on while you're, I mean, I mean we're doing the boys now, but is there anything else on the plate for uh, Miso Thorny? 
Um, I was talking to Will about this actually last weekend, or maybe two weeks weeks ago. But you know, personally, I've always thought Zaboys is bigger than just a podcast. And you know, in the past, we used to write skits that made us all laugh, at least. And Roman guys, some of those formulated into yeah, huge things. And so I was thinking, I was like, man, I feel like we should be doing more we should be doing as a group content creation i feel like you know honestly we could be an improv group even but or like a three-person stand-up troupe would be hilarious but those are all far down the road i don't plan on trying to get everyone on board with those asap and i mean big picture wise i would love to find a way to bring more um more more movie creation here into texas but i have no idea where to begin with that oh god yeah right uh it's always been a a dream of mine though it's like you know i know everybody's like california that's the place to go texas is horrible about movie creation it's like why we've got land we've got plenty of buildings that you can make movie studios in why wouldn't you do it here like the taxes are lower as a business i mean yeah that's full hot, on California. But, this Texas, woo. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's hot in it's hot in California certain times of the year too. It's hot in Georgia. Georgia's got a booming, you know, movie industry now. It's fucking cold in Canada, and they've got a, a film industry now. So. That's very true. Very, you have some good points there, Thorny. Maybe we should you be uh, forefront and spearheading this uh, Texas <laughs> movie uh, renaissance, I guess. Right so, right here in DFW. We got a studio already. They were just dumb about how they ran it, and so it's <laughs> kind of a joke. Well, yeah. Well, it, we are no joke here at The Boys. Uh, thank you, Thorny, for filling us in where you have oh, yeah. been the past four years. I think it's the Violator's turn next. Will, you've had a uh, roundabout time this past four years. You've done some pretty cool things that we can't mm-hmm. wait to hear about. And we can't wait to give you more content here on The Boys. Uh, I don't even know what to call our website. We don't have one yet, but we will Not one yet. day. Not yet. Once once it is, it'll be called zaboys.com or something like that. You'll be able to find us there. You'll be able to find us on Facebook and other places soon. And maybe, just maybe Podbean again. Yeah, just, just, just Google it. You'll find us. Don't worry. We love oh, you. Yeah. And we'll see you in just a bit. And welcome back. We have had such a fun time here getting to re-know each other across the microphone because we are we're we're away from each other right now. I don't know how it sounds to all of you listening out there, but we are in three separate areas of the Metroplex. I am over in Grand Prairie. Uh Thorny, you're in South Arlington, right? I am. And Will, you're North Arlington, correct? I'm, in, I'm in North Arlington, and we—I'm pretty sure we all have three different interconnect internet connections. So I—I I think so too. Yeah, because we're <laughs> mid-pandemic, so we're doing this a safe way for a while. Maybe one day we'll be able to get back together in the same room and hang out at Violating Airwave Studios, which I'm going to turn it over to Will right now because uh, he's got uh, a lot of cool stuff on that he's had on his plate this past four years. Man, I'll tell you this—I'm not really even sure where to start about what's been happening to me the past four years I, let's I, start at the very beginning like the day that we said the boys is over let's start other stuff well that was kind of right around the time that i basically took over another job and i got hired to go work at total traffic and weather mm-hmm. network and rather than getting paid 825 an hour they paid me a total of 15 an hour 
and they just <laughs> let me talk on the phone. Money, money, baby. Big money. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was excellent. I loved every single bit of it. I'm still doing it to this day. I even got to a point where I was the senior producer before some of the people that actually were working there longer because I got yeah. requested by the previous senior producer to do the job. So I, I'm a little proud of myself on that one. But yeah, definitely give you a pat on yourself on the back on that one, dude. Yeah, and I I did a lot of things over there too. I'm 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 just gonna brag on myself for a hot minute because I don't do that very often, as y'all know. Toot that horn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> toot toot. Uh, but yeah, did, got to do all that uh, for real. I, I did end up in a uh, position of a little bit of power and was able to make some changes over there. And my boss actually agreed to them and listened. Uh, I never got a raise, but. I still really? So you brought concerns to your boss, and they actually did something about it. Uh huh. Right. That's a shocker. Oh, wow. It's a shocker isn't Whoa, it? buddy! Wow, <laughs> you work for like the the Godson company. <laughs> yeah, but they, don't, his they boss. just don't pay His you. boss is a cool guy, dude. My boss, John Dormy, is one of the best, most awesome people I've ever met. Like, I do not. I mean, I've I've worked for some great people, but this guy, hands down has taught me everything I know about radio, and he has been a blessing in my life. And, uh, nice. And, and just just been there, and, and he's the reason why I'm, I'm happy doing what I do. He's been a mentor for oh, you? Oh, absolutely, he's been a mentor. I have uh, also uh, played for two bands, uh, Mondo Salas and the Damn Band and September Moon. Uh, after Mondo Salas uh, broke up and all that, uh, I originally yeah. was just going to be a part of September Moon for one gig when Daniel mm -hmm. was going to ask Catherine to marry him. And that's a whole other huge story that we can get into in a little bit if y'all want to talk about that. But uh, the fact, oh, yeah. the, the, fact that, <laughs> the fact that the fact that I it, it turned into something more than it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a one time thing. And then all of a sudden it was like, we can actually do this. Why don't we keep going? We should. And I did not know that was just supposed to be a one-time oh, thing yeah. at that point in time. That that whole thing was a be, supposed to be a one-and-done show. And then look what it's turned mm -hmm. into now. Like, for those of you that actually know about September Moon and have ever seen these show, or the shows that yeah, we used to do, and they're still doing, it's... Yeah. I mean, it. they're f fantastic. So... Well, Check them out. You know, four years ago, yeah, we were playing solos of Catherine and solos of Daniel and then mm -hmm. duo songs. And now all of a sudden it's full band and they're one of the rising country bands, quote unquote, again in the area. Yeah. And and so that that has been another huge thing that I've done. And uh, and then the biggest and most important thing that I've done. I got mm -hmm. married, guys. Woo! Yeah, you you did awesome. get married. I was there. Yes, you were there. Yeah. Yes, we were up. Oh yeah, what a night! Jeez, <laughs> it was a it long was, day. Was oh a, yes, it was fantastic <laughs> evening. Thank you, Chris. For uh, right, here's my wife right here. There I know, it is. I know y'all can't see her. Well, maybe maybe some of they the can. streamers can. A little bit. <laughs> a little tiny bit. Anybody's if she face. comes back, I can get it to where everybody can see her. <laughs> here, come, Morgan, come back. Yeah, show off that. Show off the yeah, ring, Morgan. Yeah, come yeah, back and show that ring real quick. Put you on the bigger cam now. Oh, go higher, go higher. There you go. There yeah. you go. Bang! Look at that rock. Woo! Bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I got married, and I'll tell you, yeah. try it. 
Try, <laughs> try it. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying for how many years now? Still hasn't quite happened, but it's okay. Let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> when someone offers you marriage, just say no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not anti-marriage. Not anti-marriage. Just... No, no, no. Well, okay. No, on a serious question, Will, how is that? How has that worked? You know what I mean? Because I mean, you and Morgan were friends for so long. Oh, yeah. Before that, and before any of this oh, happened, and all this happened, like how has being married, uh, like been when it comes to uh, how you guys just connect well i'll be honest here man like i i honestly i think that the fact that we were friends long before we even considered dating each other was a was a huge part of why this worked out because uh and and she's over here she might want to say something here in a second but the reason Mm -hmm. why i think it worked was because we just already knew each other we already kind of knew some some of the the good and bad things about each other just from being friends without actually being in the relationship so the thing i like the most is i don't have to try to even hide anything because she already knows everything what do i have to hide now like i don't that's not a temptation that i have uh at least she's been there for half your dumb dumb decisions oh she's been there for 99 percent of my dumb decisions she's watched (laughs) me do those dumb decisions she's the one that also (laughs) saw me run down the road naked so i've also not approved of Quite a few of those bad things. <laughs> oh, yeah. she, she tells me that I'm being an idiot all the time. Well, not all the time, but she'll tell me when I'm being an idiot, and I'll usually realize, you know what? I better listen to my wife. She's probably right. So I think I, it was pretty accurate about all the time. I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> when you get married, ladies and gentlemen, listen to your spouses, because if you don't, you're in for a world of trouble. So back with Solid September advice. Moon, that that whole bit. Did you ever? Because I mean, like pull back the curtain. Right. That's how I met you. Was the idea that you played bass? Yes. Oh, that's right. Thinking well, oh, on, we could, yeah. There's a whole mm-hmm. story between me and Chris about the the whole reason why we even know each other. Yeah, it's be- because yeah. in a in a class project, you said you could play bass, and I was like, "Wait, I'm looking for a bassist." And so we <laughs> just started talking. You realize and, uh, you realize it was, I lied during that, right? <laughs> yes well <laughs> well we we discovered that later on <laughs> that, that technically the bass playing wasn't exactly the strongest no. suit that you had at that point in time no. but you had other characteristics and qualities that ended up you know later on working out but think about that you go from that to six years later playing bass in a pretty successful country band did you ever like really consider that as something that you were going to be able to do i hate country music (laughs) and i played in a country band but it was Mm -hmm. so much fun it was worth it say it never grew on you you didn't start find yourself listening to more country music afterwards i I found myself turning on 95 not the ranch every damn time i get in the car but it's just, in my opinion, it's really funny, and even my mom thinks it's hilarious that I played in a country music band, or uh, because I have told her I hate country music time and time again, <laughs> and I've told a lot of people that, and there's a lot of people that'll vouch for it. But it's part of growing up, man. <laughs> I well, even whenever I was playing with Mondo, the only reason why I played with Mondo was because our friend Tim said that. He was, uh, he was like, hey, we're looking for a bass player. And I was like, well, I know how to play a G, C, and a D. That's <laughs> all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> that's, that's, and unless unless an you're a, playing speed metal, then you might need another chord in there. But. 
but that was the whole reason. And, the, and even the time that I went out there to go play for Mondo, the first band that I was in, I mm-hmm. wasn't actually planning on going that day. I just, something just said, go get in the car and go. Just like whenever I stopped to hang out with you and Hutch, Chris, uh, whenever you asked me to come hang out with y'all, uh, way back mm-hmm. in the day, whenever we were doing ACE uh, or a chance encounter, I, it was just a moment as I was driving past, I decided, well, why not? And I did. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and intuition. And look what it turned into. So I right. I honestly didn't didn't know if there were going to be lifelong friendships in in with that whole situation. I mean, you just hung out with Hutch last night. There will. Yeah. I mean, yeah, think yeah. about that. Like, like we still know these people and that are so uh, very crucial in our lives. And I think mm. around I guess like 2013 is when we all 13 ish. Yeah. 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 Well, it's saying that they're still very important. I mean, to some some regard. I mean, some have come, some have gone, and that's fine. You know, that happens in every group of friends. But it's crazy to see just how many of us are still working with each other on things and still hanging with each other. Well, yeah. I mean, we've all been on the periphery of each other's lives, like no matter what we've kind of done. You know what I mean? Like even the times where I haven't seen you guys in a in a in a long time, I'm still paying attention to what you guys are doing. You know, that's that's the one good thing about social media is that even excuse me, like the mm-hmm. friends that are far away from you or even that are just, you know, you just don't see very often, you're able to keep up with to a point and kind of live vicariously or see what they're doing, you know, and, and not lose complete touch with people. I, I will say that that's a positive social media. And the fact that for a while, you know, September Moon was working with No Hope for Alderaan. I was living yeah. with Catherine and Daniel. So that was, that was you know, keeping everyone together, even though we were all going our kind of separate kind of ways when it comes to kind of things we were doing. We were still close enough to where, like, right now, doing the boys didn't seem, doesn't seem that weird. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and this, yeah. And honestly, this feels normal. Like, I mean... As you said, it's like riding a, a, a bicycle or a tandem bicycle for three people. And uh, we're, uh, I think, doing a pretty damn good job of it. I feel pretty comfortable behind the microphone again, and we haven't done this in four years. Yeah, I know. It feels feels natural. And mm-hmm. it, even though we can't see each other, I, I still feel your presence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel your presence. And I feel the presence of all you guys out there listening to us. Thank you for indulging us this past little bit and letting us give a little bit of personal kind of uh openness to you guys because i mean as as we go along with the boys we're going to be doing some fun things we we don't uh try to uh pass off that we're experts on anything but no, we <laughs> we love to talk about pop culture we love to talk about movies and and culture in itself and things that are going on in the world and we understand that uh, our outlooks can bring different viewpoints that someone else might not have thought of we understand that but we also know that some people out there are a lot better off (laughs) never ever speaking on some things so there are some topics Mm -hmm. that we will definitely not not do and we're gonna have some fun guys i think that's the what boils down to this podcast will be fun most definitely um i would say honestly something that we need to address when we come back here is um Probably something that might have hit all three of us really hard here just a few days ago. Um, 
I think you guys know what I'm talking about. We lost a, a big name in the radio industry that to some degree might've influenced us all one way or another. And we should definitely, I think kind of express our outlooks on that when we come back. I think that's a really good idea. Uh, the next time he hears a boys, that, that sounds like a great first topic topic. Let's talk about the legend that is, and, and his not only impact on us on how, because we definitely have been listening to him for, you know, ever when it comes down to just hearing him, but also when it comes down to how we view society, because I guarantee that some of the things that he has said over the years has hit our ears and has made us think certain things. We're talking about the great late Russ Martin. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk about him next time and some other yeah, things on the Zaboys radio let's show. Hit, let's hit a quick, uh, let's hit a quick segment right after this, just about him. I think it's important. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let, let, let's we let's got do time. it. We'll, we'll come back and talk about Russ Martin a bit here in just a moment. And we're back with the boys radio show here. Uh, we, we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about something that was uh, a little bit important to the DFW area. Uh, maybe mm. national. Do you think this is a national maybe, story? It's a na- I think they were I syndicated it, it to certain. Well, for a while he was. For a while. Remember was- at one point he took over for Stern. So I believe he might have been syndicated at one point. He, he- now, this could be a big national story. I think I, I didn't we consider hot tickets too. hot ticket was was nationwide. They they traveled down to Cancun, California, San Diego, things like that. So, uh, ex- so yeah, explain yeah, to us is... what hot tickets was. You know a bit more about that than I do. Well, hot... well, first, we're actually talking about Russ Martin, the late yes, great Russ Martin, who uh, radio legend here in the DFW who died uh, yesterday or two days ago. I can't remember. Uh, he died at 1230 a.m. on let's see what 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 is today? Uh, Sunday, I think he died at twelve thirty a.m. on Saturday, or at least he was found okay. then. Or was, yeah, found so probably last Friday night. The tw- yeah, the, on the twenty seventh. Yeah, he was. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, he was. I wouldn't call him a shock jock, but he was a uh, afternoon talk show host for the radio here. Uh, we lost Hot tickets was something we did before. Sorry, what now? Uh, we lost you there for a second. Oh, did you lost me? That's weird. Um, so what I was saying, sorry, was that Russ Martin was a was a it was a talk radio show in the afternoons here in DFW on ninety seven one. Before that, he had a, a TV show called Hot Ticket that he did with JD Ryan, and they would just go around and do silly stuff and talk about what was going on throughout different states and different places, and and a lot of DFW. Uh, he oh wow! So he he's had a long career. I didn't know he did all that. Thirty-one years. He, in he built. Yeah, he he built quite the little entertainment uh, dynasty there for a bit for himself. You know, he there was a reason he was he was uh, as big of a name as he was. I remember him from the one hundred five three days. I I never really listened to him when he was on the Eagle. I remember him from Talk one hundred five three and and being being a uh, a linchpin of that lineup. Whenever mm-hmm. I was growing up mm-hmm. and that's, he actually, you know, that lineup got me into talk radio. I didn't necessarily like his show, but yeah. definitely that lineup got me into talk radio and I listened to him a lot. And I, I, I definitely took 
<laughs> a lot of the unprofessional <laughs> way that they did radio <laughs> and and kind of was like man this just sounds like some guys just doing stuff like what? Yeah. like what is this what is going on on this radio right now uh, that's, i think that's what i liked about from, it for yeah exactly i think that was the part of of what he brought to radio that inspired me to want to do radio at one point and to get into entertainment and creating content and whatnot was because seeing him just kind of be wild and, and himself with it and have this team that just did stuff and they just talked and they had a good time it was I, for a while there it's kind of what i thought the boys was going to be when we first started and then we we took a different route which was good because we needed to and it I'm not, I'm sure you both remember, but you know, we even tried to prank them and that did not go over too well. No, it did not. But, uh, yeah. it did not go well. Yeah. I mean, actually, or did it go completely well? <laughs> well, it's, I, I did, got, I did set not up get prank, fired. By the way, I don't even remember exactly how the whole thing came about, but what, what did we do in the iHeartMedia studios that got the Russ Martin talking, well, Russ you, Martin talking you, about? Yeah, no idea. You weren't even there, to Chris. I, all, all you, all, all that happened during the time that the three of us were saying or talking about it was we thought it'd be funny to put army men around the the place and then you know say if found you know give this to the Russ Martin show. Thorny and I are the ones. Oh, yeah. Because the week before, we'd left a, a silly dec declaration of war as a joke. Like, and then left if the you, you know, it was like, you think you're the king of radio, we will overthrow you. Uh, you know, it was it was really silly. The idea was like, we'll bring our, our masses to your gates. And so then the next week, we started leaving little army minutes that people would bring back to his office <laughs> so that it was like we were bringing our masses. But we but left that's them. That's not what happened. No, no, that's, that's we, not what actually happened because somebody went around and cut off all the heads of every single army man, and then it just yeah. turned into an absolute disaster. And the we joke was an rude. hour hiding these things, and someone went back, found them all, cut them off, and put them right back where we left them. <laughs> they put they put all the heads ridiculous. on closed desk in the bucket. They put the Wait, heads. That's where the heads were. They were in the bucket. They put them on closed, on closed desk. desk. That's wow. why. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody, somebody knew what we had done and then decided to prank us. So I don't know. I, I don't know if, if that was a prank on us as more as it was more of a, of, a, of like a more prank on the Russ Martin show that was almost visceral. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, yeah. I think that. I, Nothing to do with us. Yeah, and that's what I and no. whenever I got questioned about it, I said, "Look, yes, w I put out all the army men with one of my mm -hmm. friends, Thorny. Sorry to throw you under the bus mm -hmm. there, but that no, was you're true. good. <laughs> I specifically but, wore my my Dan O'Malley disguise that day just so that it, nobody <laughs> would question it whenever I was walking around the studio. And and for some reason. Uh, somebody else went around and did that, and whenever I got called out on, I was like, "Yeah, we put off, we put out all the army men, but we did not cut the heads off of those. Somebody yeah. else did that, and then thankfully we had put some on the second floor as well, because if we hadn't, because or because this ones that were on the second floor were the only ones that did that still had the heads on them. Nice. So the, whoever found them did not know that we had put some on the second floor. Hmm. 
that's the unsub. I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds. Like, whoever cut off the heads and put them on closed desk, that's the person we need to find right now because they probably have somebody's head in a cooler somewhere <laughs> or something like that. Because that We're is just fairly really weird. That there was a board op who was, that was her last day. And apparently she had, uh, been verbally assaulted at some point by one of them and so we're fairly certain she's the one that went around and did it but we can't prove that you know, it, it, yeah we have no proof of that obviously but it was um it was definitely weird but again you know it was an idea that was established because it was like a let's be silly and give them some content so that one day we can work with these guys because like i said i personally was inspired by them but yeah. i mean he he was Russ a good Martin. guy. Russ Martin's the reason why I wanted to get into radio. So Exactly. He he he's passed and you know, may he rest in peace. He was a huge influence on this community. Mm-hmm. It did a lot for animals and, and you know, first responders, so he will be missed. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a, a constant voice that has now been kind of silent. So that's always sad when that happens. Uh hopefully uh everyone will get some healing. Uh, from all of his fans and his friends and whatnot, uh, and they'll be able to grieve for his loss. Uh, mm. We'll be we'll be grieving uh, the loss of any listeners uh, that that find uh, what we do, uh, you know, not to their liking. We'll we'll grieve for you too. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll cry a tear. Yeah. But if you do like what you're hearing and you want to continue listening to the Boys Radio Show, come on back next time. We'll have a lot of fun and uh, maybe play some games. You know, talk about some fun things. We talk about WandaVision because everyone's talking about that. We never know what's gonna happen on the yeah. grab bag that is the Boys Radio Show. Thank you guys for paying attention. Thorny, say bye. Bye. We'll say goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. We'll see you guys later.